focusing in today in Ephesians chapter 5. We have started a couple weeks ago, we started this series on uh, social media. And we are just taking a good solid look on what social media is and, and more, more how we can use social media appropriately. Um, and so I think our computer just froze on us again. We'll see if it'll come back up. We've been having some technical issues tonight. So if I need to push this away, I will. But if it comes back, that's great too. Um, so two weeks ago, I, we started this series and we simply talked about where we're headed for the month. We, last week, we talked about this idea that social media is a powerful tool, but we have to use it the right way. We have to use it the right way. Never in history have we been able to connect with people so readily. Are you guys listening back there? And so never before have we been able to connect. So we have to connect the right way. And our tendency is to shout our opinions. And what that comes across as is we blast the truth in hate. And we said, we have two options. We can shout our opinions and we can blast the truth in hate, or we can take another route, which is often more difficult, and you can speak the truth in love. And so it's so vitally important as we think and we talk about social media that with every post that we're posting, with every like that we send, with every share, with every picture, we are speaking the truth in love. And we are, we are finding a way to not blast it, not shout our opinions, not try to wrestle people into agreeing with us or believing what we believe, but we, just, we speak the truth. We speak the truth that, that people are loved. They are loved by a Savior that came to this earth to die for them. And so tonight we are going to talk about some of the pitfalls of social media. We're going to talk about some of the things that we tend to fall into on social media that, uh, that are not necessarily the most healthy things to fall into. Now, before I go any further, next week we are going to talk about this idea of self-examination. But I need to pause and I, I need to just give a real quick preview for what's coming next week. And I think it's really important that I give it right now because when we start talking about pitfalls in any area of our life, when we start talking about areas that we fall short, areas where we don't measure up, areas where we need to improve, we have a tendency to go to extremes. One extreme says, dude, I'm good. This doesn't apply to me. I've got nothing to worry about. I'm great. This extreme is unhealthy because we don't take an honest evaluation of ourselves and ultimately it leads to us being unaware of areas we need to improve. Leads to some pretty unhealthy living patterns. And so we don't want to go to that extreme where we just block everything out and we're like, dude, I'm cool, I'm good, social media is working for me, or whatever, or whatever the pitfalls we may be talking about, that doesn't apply to me. That's one extreme. The other extreme is just as damaging. The other extreme is this extreme where we assume, dude, I, I'm a wreck. I, I'm so messed up. 
And, and so what we begin to do is we begin to obsess and we begin to replay moments in our lives over and over and over and over and over and over again. And we look for the areas where we were wrong because we, were, we are so convinced, we have so convinced ourselves that we are wrong that we look for areas where we're wrong to confirm the fact that we are failures. And this leads to lack of self-value. This leads to all kinds of just as damaging issues. There are two extremes. And so when we start to talk about pitfalls, when we start to talk about evaluating ourselves, when we start to talk about areas where we can be better, it is vital that we fall in the middle and we take an honest evaluation of ourselves And we can honestly say, I think I'm doing okay in this area, or there are a few things that I may need to improve in this area, but we don't go all or nothing. Because when we go all or nothing, it becomes really, really unhealthy. And so we'll, we'll talk a whole lot more about that next week. Um, I, I'm excited to share with you some stuff about those extremes and being honest in self-evaluation. But I feel like I had to share just a little bit about it tonight because we are going to be talking about some pitfalls, some ways that we tend to fall short in this area of social media. And so pitfall number one is this, unawareness that sarcasm, emotion, and jokes often don't translate on social media. Emotion, sarcasm, and jokes often don't come across the way we intend on social media. And this also applies to texting. This applies to email. Oftentimes, the sarcasm that we layer in just comes across as hurtful. I remember I was in college, and when I was in college, I was a huge fan of this band called Linkin Park. I don't know if you guys know Linkin Park at all or not. Uh, But back in the day, I was a big fan of Linkin Park. Their second album had just come out, and I was loving it. Now, the band Linkin Park was not for everybody, and my uh, one of my really good friends hated Linkin Park. They were not a fan of Linkin Park at all. Still really good friends uh, with the guy, and we hung out all the time, but he just didn't like Linkin Park. And so One night, I was scrolling through Zanga, which was my social media of choice before Facebook came out. I was scrolling through Zanga, and I came across this post from my friend that just ripped Linkin Park apart, which, granted, he doesn't like Linkin Park. That's fine. He's entitled to his opinion. Everybody has their own musical styles that they are a fan of. But what really, really got me is that When I read the post, he started talking about people that listened to Linkin Park. That was me. And I felt like he was like, if you listen to Linkin Park, you're an idiot. And I was like, oh, okay. Now we're crossing the line. I don't know if I had had a bad day that day, if I was just frustrated about something, but I was, I was done. I was ready to go. And so I typed out a post on my Zanga account in response to him. And I was like, some people just need to keep their opinions to themselves. Boom, send. And uh, he came to me the next day and he was like, this was real late at night when I posted this. So I was probably tired and cranky. He came to me the next day. He's like, dude, are you, are you frustrated with me? And I was like, yeah, I'm frustrated. And uh, turns out 
when he said it to me and said his post to me in words, I heard the layered jokingness and the layered sarcasm. And when I was able to hear the emotion behind the text, I was like, oh, yeah, that's kind of funny. That's kind of a funny post. But oftentimes, our sarcasm, emotion, and jokes do not land when we put them into text. And so I, I went back and I deleted the, the message and me and my friend were fine and we were, we were good. Um, but how often do we post things and we think, dude, this is going to be awesome. This is going to be so funny. Uh, and, and we just throw that sarcasm out there and we don't realize that on the other end of a screen is somebody reading that and they are just hurt. And they're damaged because they feel like that wasn't a joke, that was personal. And so pitfall number one, we, we have to be aware. Here's, here's how you avoid this pitfall. You have to be aware and very cautious of what and how we type. We have to be cautious of what and how we type, whether we are posting on social media, whether we are texting, or whether you are sending an email. We just, we, we have to be cautious. We have to make sure, you guys listening, that we are communicating clearly, recognizing that often our emotions, our sarcasm, it's not going to come through. It's just going to be offensive. We also have to be very cautious about how we interpret what has been typed to us. There's a lot of different ways that we can read a text. And so sometimes it is healthy to read a text one way and then completely change your vocal interpretation of that text and read it a completely different, different way. For example, have a good day or have a good day. Two totally different ways to end a conversation. And so we just have to be cautious. These are very, this is a very common pitfall that we fall into when we begin uh, exploring and examining and interacting with social media. We just need to be cautious. Pitfall number two is this. Pitfall number two is hurting other people with our posts. This, this kind of goes hand in hand, but kind of takes it a step further. We tend to, again, we talked about this last week, but we feel the freedom when we're sitting behind a screen to throw out our opinions. And often, often I see on Facebook, we throw out our opinions and then we put a picture like this to go along with it that says, no one cares if you're offended. Whoa, holy cow. How many times have you seen something like this? A lot, right? Now, what does this do to the person on the other side of the screen? Is this going to change their mind? No, this is just damaging. This is just hurtful. And, and again, I won't belabor this because we talked about this last week, but we have got to stop blasting the truth in hate. We've got to stop sharing our opinions and saying, I don't care about you. I don't care what you think. I don't care if you agree. I'm entitled to my opinion. We've got to start speaking the truth in love and saying, you are valuable you are loved, I may not agree with you, but you know what? God loves you and I love you and we can do life together 
even when we disagree. And so this, this is a common pitfall. And guys, uh, our, our practical application last week, my practical challenge with you last week was to just scroll through your social media and see how many times you see people blasting the truth and hate. And I imagine that if you took that challenge seriously, you saw a whole lot of that this week. And you saw a whole lot less speaking the truth in love. And so it's our goal to avoid this pitfall. We need to just start speaking the truth in love. To avoid this pitfall, number two, we've got to make sure that everything that we post, we are aware of our emotion behind it. We are aware of how it can be interpreted on the other side of a screen. And if we are posting something to prove a point, if we are posting something to stick it to somebody else, if we are sharing an article that's and in our mind and in our heart and in our emotions, we're thinking this is going to show them, probably not the healthiest thing to post. It's probably just going to come across as hurtful and damage your integrity in the future. And so we, we've got to be aware of what we post how we're interpreting, and make sure we stop posting stuff that is just going to stick it to someone. This is another very, very common pitfall. And if if we took some time and we just scrolled through social media, you would see a lot of this, a lot of this. Pitfall number three is this, the comparison game, the comparison game. Talk to me later. Uh, Pitfall number three, we often compare ourselves to each other on social media. Now, here's the dangerous thing about the comparison game on social media. You get on social media, whatever day you're having, maybe you're having a good day, maybe you're having a bad day, you can be sure that what you are looking at is other people's good stuff. They are going to post the best looking pictures. They are going to post about There are good things that happen in their day. They are going to post about their good relationships and their friendships and their families. And and guys, ultimately, that is a healthy way to interact with social media. But here's the problem is that so often we look at other people's good stuff and we compare it to our bad stuff. We say stuff like they always look good. I look like crap. We say stuff like, dude, they never fight in their friendships. I'm constantly getting in arguments. I just got in an argument earlier today. We say stuff like their family always gets along. My family never gets along. And so we start to compare their good stuff with our bad stuff. Here's the truth. When you go to post on social media, you're not going to post the bad pictures. I brought an example. This is a picture that we chose, my wife and I chose, not to post to social media. I am making a ridiculous face in that picture. It's like, what is going on with me right there? That is nuts. And so, as we go through our phone, we're like, you know what? I think we've got some better pictures we can post from that day. We are, are you guys listening? I'm hearing a phone back there. Uh, And so your friends are not going to post those pictures. But often what we do is we take this picture of ourselves and we go, dude, look at me and look at them. And we put those on comparison and we don't realize we have struggles. Our friends have struggles. We have good and bad pictures. 
our friends have good and bad pictures. And so when we start the comparison game, we have to make sure that we are recognizing that we are comparing often their best to our not as good, our worst, our failures, our lack of goodness. And so to avoid this pitfall, here's what we have to do. We have to be aware of our emotions as we scroll. As you scroll through social media, be aware of what your day has been like. Have you been in an argument with a friend or a family member? Are you feeling down on yourself right now? Have you had a pretty good day? Are are you feeling pretty good about yourself? We have to be aware of how we're feeling because that will affect how we compare ourselves to other people and how we interact with social media. And we have to be aware of how we're looking at another person's best. We have to be honest with ourselves and say, you know what? That person has some struggles going on in their life. And social media may not be the best place to, uh, actually social media is not the best place to lay out all your struggles. But we have to recognize everybody struggles. Everybody has good days. Everybody has bad days. And we have to compare ourselves with a realistic version of somebody else. We have to recognize that we all have struggles and not compare their best with our worst. All right, last one. There are a ton of pitfalls I could talk about in social media. This is the last one we're going to talk about tonight. The, the eternal nature of the internet. The eternal nature of the internet. Here, here's the deal. Once you post something online, it's there forever. It doesn't matter if you want it to go away. It doesn't matter if you delete it later. Through the technology of archiving and screenshots and the ability to save images and posts, it is there forever. It will never go away. And so we have to be cautious. Everything we post on the internet is eternal. It will always be there. It will be archived And so we have to be very, very careful about what we post. Recognizing there are some things that we probably should not be posting on the internet. Here's how you avoid this pitfall. You got to be cautious with every post. Plain and simple. We We have to ask ourselves, is this something that when I am 30 years old, I want to come back to and... Say, look, this is on the internet. That, that's a hard question to ask. Is this something that 20 years from now, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, 35 years from now, when you guys have kids that are in middle school and you get tagged by a friend from a post of when you were in middle school doing something absolutely ridiculous, Are you going to want your kids to see that post? Those are some tough questions. And again, guys, these are just very common. Are you guys listening back there? These are some very common pitfalls that we all tend to fall into. And and today, I don't don't want you to go to extremes. I don't want you uh, replaying in your mind over and over and over and over and over again everything you've done wrong. I don't want you blowing this off and thinking, I'm good, this doesn't apply to me at all. Let's just 
fall somewhere in the middle and say, we've all got some stuff we can work on. We've all got some things that we can improve on. There are no Bible verses on social media. Obviously, social media did not exist in Bible times. But in the book of Ephesians chapter 5, and Brinkley read part of this earlier, in the book of Ephesians chapter 5, Paul talks about how we relate to other people. And I think that if Paul were standing among us today, and he were either writing a letter to us, or he was pointing to us to a previous letter that he'd written, he would point to us here. Because how Paul is telling people to relate applies directly to how we as people relate to other people on social media. Check this out. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 4, and then skip ahead to 15 through 17. Follow God's example, therefore, as dearly loved children and walk in the way of love. Just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Among you, there must not even be a hint of sexual immorality or any kind of impurity or greed because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, coarse joking, which is out of place, but rather thanksgiving. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Let's reread this and talk about some social media ideas. Therefore... Follow God's example as you interact with social media because you are dearly loved children and the person on the other side of the screen that is interacting with you is also a dearly loved child of God and Christ gave himself up for us and for the people on the other side of the screen as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Now this is where he gets down to the nitty gritty of everything we post. But among you, there must not even be a hint of sexual immorality or impurity or greed because these are improper for God's people, nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, coarse joking, which are out of place. In other words, sarcasm, putting people down, sharing posts that stick it to people that hurt other people, posting and sharing images that are sexually demoralizing, Those are out of place. We should not be relating to people in person or online in these ways. These are common pitfalls that obviously have been around for thousands of years. This is nothing new. This is nothing new with the age of the internet. It's just a new way to relate. And so we have to be cautious how we interact on social media. Because these things, when we interact in these ways on social media, they are improper for God's holy people. But I am a firm believer that if we are aware of the pitfalls of social media, if we, are av- if we avoid the pitfalls of social media, if we are wise in the way that we live and we interact, if we are honoring God with the way that we interact with social media, it is an incredible, incredible tool that can radically change this culture and this world for God's kingdom.
Never before have we been able to connect with people so readily. It is an incredible, incredible opportunity. And so we have to be wise. We have to live as wise, not unwise, making the most of every opportunity, making the most of every post and every share and every like and every comment. Building people up, loving people, showing people that they are loved by a God and a Savior that came to this earth to die for them. And so my practical challenge to you is this. If you want to walk out these doors and you want to take a step in your faith, because ultimately our growth is not about taking giant leaps, it's about just taking another step. If you want to take a step in your faith, ask yourself this question, which pitfall do I struggle with most? Which pitfall do I struggle with most? And then talk to a friend, talk to a parent, talk to a trusted adult about helping with that pitfall. Be honest. I'm struggling with this. I want you to pay attention to my social media and I want you to help me avoid this pitfall. Which pitfall do you struggle with most? And ask for some help in that pitfall so that as Jesus followers, as we interact with social media, we can live as wise, not unwise, making the most of every opportunity because we have some incredible opportunities on social media. Let me pray for you guys. God, thank you so much for tonight and the chance to be here. God, I thank you for living in a time and in an age where we have social media, where we can connect so easily and so readily, and where we can show people your love in such uh, an easy and incredible way. God, I pray that as we interact with social media and as we continue to live our lives for you, God, that you would shine through in all of our social media interactions, that we would live as wise and not as unwise. God, that we would avoid the pitfalls that have been so common for so many years. Guide us, God, in Jesus' name. Amen.